Now it's time for Live with the Vibe. Your four expert coaches have heart-to-heart conversations, share their thoughts and points of view about the things that matter to you most, love, relationships, your career, and trauma. Here's Julian Cantarella, Jackie Atchison, Susan Greif, and Amy Blumberg. It's time to learn a little, laugh a little. It's time for The Vibe. Hi, and welcome to Live with the Vibe, where we have the heart-to-heart conversations. I'm Julianne Cantarella. I'm Jackie Atchison. I'm Susan Greif. And I'm Amy Blumberg. So, we are the Vibe. And what makes people vibe and connect? I want to start with, when I wake up in the morning, I watch a morning news show. There's Good Morning America, there's the Today Show. So what makes us choose one over another? They all go to school to be journalists, as an example. Well, for me, it's the vibe I personally get from the Today Show. The third hour, we have Al Roca, we have Chanel, we have Craig, and we have Dylan Dreyer. So what is it for them? What do they say about each other? We bust each other, we love each other, we support each other, but most importantly, these three people, I literally trust my professional and my personal life to every day. And that's what happened for us, professionally coming together and just loving each other. So how would you describe the vibe? Julianne, what do you think? I was really lucky to meet um, all of you at a time that was very critical for me. I was reaching a point where um, I was feeling isolated and I needed a group of women, a tribe, um, to lift me up and help me move forward in my business. So it was a really great it was serendipity for me, you know, yeah. a, good, a good vibe. I agree with you. The same thing for me. I was a solopreneur and I needed to be held accountable. I help, you know, I have my uh, clients be held accountable. I need to be held accountable. So connecting with you ladies has really been uh, a blessing for me. I'm so grateful to have you in my tribe because we vibe so well. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> we do. And I think that's how this came about. You right. can't just do this with anybody. Well, I think the craziest thing is that I met Susan, but I knew Julianne, and then you two met, or you two met. We met. And all of a sudden, we became the foursome. And it was really an amazing experience because I had been recently become an entrepreneur working from home, and all of a sudden, I found myself somewhat in isolation. So not having a community or a group of women who understood and vibed with me with what I was doing and finding people who sort of lived in the same space like coaching, it, it really made a huge difference. So just knowing I had people that had my back and people I could trust and really talk to has been incredible. And so for me, you ladies have really pushed me as much as I've pushed you. Oh gosh, have you? <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, what is the vibe. Let's explain what it is. I mean, what is it to you, Jackie? Uh, well, you know, I'm a bit older, so we all meet other women in life. We meet friends for reasons, seasons, and a lifetime. And as a younger mother, I met women through my children. It doesn't necessarily vibe. The commonality was a play date for the kids, get me out of the house, but it doesn't mean I vibe. You might be lucky to find somebody, but then you have different paths in life. And um, we're all at a point where we have older children, grown children, children out of the house. Two of us are grandmothers, actually. Hard and to believe. Yeah, to, hard to I know, believe. but to be able to find a group of women at this stage in my life where I've gone out on my own, as we all have, 
And it's so easy to sit home and just pet my cats and do laundry <laughs> instead of working. But somebody who says, I care enough to make you be the best you can be. And then just love me for who I am. It's just the most special thing. It's a gift. So there's this great energy that goes with vibing oh, with people, yes. right? It's great energy. Um, it's about supporting each other. It's about caring for each other. It's um, give trust. and receive. Trust. Trust. There's a give and receive. Um, you know, we help each other and we get help as well. So I think you all can tell I'm not one to let anyone in very quickly. Mm -hmm. And but there was just something very special about all three of you that I felt so comfortable with from the beginning. And I knew that I could trust. There was a sisterhood, a bond. I just knew that um, from being with you, I'd become the best version of me. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Is it the sisterhood of Yaya? <laughs> <laughs> Where are the jeans? Where are the jeans? Oh my God, the jeans. The yeah, jeans. the yes. jeans. Or the first wives club. I know I'm a divorce coach. I don't need it, but we need our pearls. <laughs> but what about for you? I'm just curious, Amy, because you have been involved in business for so many years. I have two in and out, but for you being in a very large corporate environment up until what a year a little over a year ago what is that for you for me it's it's an, been an incredible experience but to have people have your back but to have trust because I think in business, there's a competitiveness that exists. And amongst you ladies, I don't feel that at all. And I think if anything, it's encouraging, it's nurturing, it's all the things that you would want it to be. And the challenge that I would come up against in the business world was what I call the mean girl syndrome. Mm -hmm. And it was really a place where you were there, but you're never sure that you could look behind your back and somebody was sort of hovering or trust and credibility. And so when you talk about accountability, it's great because we challenge each other, but the other part of it is it's done in a nurturing, caring, supportive way. And it doesn't always happen that way in business. So finding a community of women who are in business as solopreneurs versus corporate women, but who understand that mindset, it's just been incredible for me. It's been fun actually. And really it's made what I do fun. I mean, how fun was it before? You know, it, it just wasn't. I really feel lately that we need to go into our ancestral roots as women and find the collective of the feminine energy. I think since the 70s when women tossed the bras and burned them and women went to the corporate world with their big padded shoulders and pinstripe suits and they went to the corporate world wanting to be equal to men, is that what I saw in your fire pit the other day? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, they want to be equal to men. So what do they have to do? They actually had to climb the ladder. They had to be hunters like men innately are. They're hunters. And when we climb ladders, we step on each other's hands to get there. And that doesn't suit many women because that's not who we naturally and instinctively are. We're gatherers, and that's why we're together as a group. Mm -hmm. We lift each other up. We support each other. We give and we receive. Again, I said that because there's like there's something in your heart and, that, and your mind to be able and we speak our truth. We allow each other the space to speak. I was going to go back to that climbing the ladder, though. That goes back to being in business. You know, how women rise and how they move forward isn't necessarily as supportive as what it is to be in a group of women that are helpful because there's that competitiveness that right. we talk about. So you do butt up against that. And when I was going to say, when I'm teaching my clients about dating, there's the full, the, you know, the piece of bringing your feminine energy. Mm. Absolutely. So many women who I represent 
with uh, coaching and work with for coaching are in corporate. They are, you know, doing it all, and they're they're bringing that masculine energy. They're forgetting to bring that feminine energy to the dating world. So it's very, very important that you know we as women, we, you know, connect with that and and touch base with that. But isn't that because they're not courageous? Is it because that there's some challenges going on? You know, they're not dating or they're struggling with dating. Does that really show up in the business world? You know, think about it. You're dating. You might feel insecure about that. You're not as courageous at work. You sort of be more insular. So how different is it to be part of a group when you're dating versus when you're in business? Well, I think it's really important to have a tribe when you're dating. You know, when you're getting out and dating again, you're feeling vulnerable, you're feeling exposed, and you really need a safe space. And that's probably what I found with you ladies as well, is a safe space to be real, to be genuine, to be authentic. And I think when you're out there dating on your own and you're scared, it's good to have those people who love you behind you who are going to say, we got your back. You know, you can process with them and really get a better understanding of the path you're taking is right. Well, you must feel the same way. You know, you're dealing with so many women going through divorce. Yeah, it's actually different but the same. And what I mean is, say I'm getting divorced. I'm the only one here who's actually been divorced. You could have been my friends from before. And I could have a couple of really good trusted friends, but what I hear from a lot of women is a lot of things that go on. First of all is they become a fifth wheel. They are in a situation where all of a sudden their girlfriends don't want them even to be a fifth wheel or around their husbands because they get jealous. It's like the corporate ladder. They get jealous. They don't want this new single woman who all of a sudden is on a diet at the gym looking really good. And it could be the other way with the men. All of a sudden they're on a diet, going to the gym, out there in the world. So how do you go about moving on with your life? You need to find a new group of women you vibe with. That is essentially it. And I, they don't want to do it because they're sad and they're upset. And that's where I come in as a coach. It's my job to get them to the best of their ability out there to meet the next group of people they vibe with. Again, a season, a reason, and a lifetime. And that is so important. Or otherwise, they're going to stay stuck for a really long time. Mm, so true. You know, when you use that word stuck, it also can show up in business. Mm -hmm. You could be stuck in a job or you've just been downsized or let go. And so when, I, when you talk about how you work with your clients, when I work with my clients from a business perspective too, it's very similar in terms of those emotions because suddenly you're no longer at a job and you lose those friends. Or suddenly there's a stigma attached to you because you're no longer there. And so how do you rekindle those friendships or find new friends? Absolutely. And that was really, you know, for many people, it's, it goes back to feeling uh, dejected and let out, let, let go. Absolutely. Right, and you know, even our mental health and well-being, it's all related to being loneliness is such a sad thing. I mean, in the 2018 consensus, actually, there's about 20,000 American adults at a good time are lonely. They're actually lonely. Yes. And loneliness can create depression, negative thoughts. It can create low immune system. We can Absolutely. get ill. It, it, you know, if you're alone, it's, it can decrease your longevity. Well, I've seen people say to me, what's wrong with being alone? What's wrong with being an introvert? And they totally, you can be a lot of that. <laughs> but about an introvert, alone. you know, that's what they say to me. I like being alone. I'm an introvert. And that's what I wanted to say. Right. 
being an introvert and being alone are two is two different, different things. things. So I really want to make that clear. Well, I just want to say being alone and being lonely yeah, are, two are two different, different things. Okay, so that's, a lot of clarification around that. Yeah, and that, I definitely have thoughts around that and, and there is a difference. But I do, to Susan's point, think that it's really better. I see when I'm coaching people, I encourage them, they'll come to me and they'll say they're looking for a specific type of partner. And I'll have to have the hard, question, the hard conversations with them and say, you know, are you the person who that person wants to meet? Mm -hmm. And very often, you know, when we look at their lives, they are very insular. They don't have a, a life, as it were, that they could say be interesting. Like, you know, you have to be interesting and interested. So it's a matter of creating community and creating interests and growing as a person. So I think it's really important. Oh, it is. I mean, it even affects your immune system. People, I've yes. seen, horrible things and forget suicide i mean i just mean your immune systems break down to the point that cancer rates raise heart everything you name it so introvert not introvert lonely alone everybody people who need people are the luckiest people right. and it's really it's so true it's so true you know my mother she passed away with cancer many years ago, and she kept it a very big secret. She didn't want anybody knowing that she had the disease, and it really, really bothered me that she didn't open her heart and share it because I felt that that could have been helpful to her in every way. So I'll tell my clients or friends who are suffering through cancer, and they create their own tribe, their own, they vibe with women, they ask for support. It's so important, and then they really, really, thank God, they they go through um, transformation. They go through transformation. The yeah. cancer is stopped. Oh yeah. Now I'm going to go on the opposite end now. What if you have a friend or a group of friends, and you're no longer vibing? How do you wow. how do you go the other way and deal with? Such a touchy one. Well, a lot of times we outgrow people. Like you said, their season, right. a lifetime. I think there are times where we take a different path. And it doesn't mean that they, they weren't special to us or that they served a purpose. It just means that it's time for, to move on. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes you meet people and they don't share your same values mm -hmm. or your same vision. Right. So I think it really that's really critical. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I, it made me think about a real good group of women that vibe. They lift each other up. They want the best for each other. If you have that one that is always the victim and dragging everybody down. What's that game you told me about? What is that called? <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell us about that. You were telling us right. about this. Right, so there's this game we used to play when we have sleepovers. It was called levitation, or some people called it, you know, light as a feather. And the women would get together, the girls, we'd get together, sit in a circle, and we have the one person lie down in the center, and we all tried lifting this person up, and it just didn't happen. But once we all held hands, and once we became energetically connected, we were able to lift this person up. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Like the energy just lifts us up, and it helps support us. And if one doesn't lift, the, can't lift the other one up, that person's not going to get lifted. So it's at that point when you say, you know what? We're not benefiting from this person. She's just, or he's just dragging us, dragging down. us, or draining us. Draining. But well, I also enough. look at it from the other pieces. I've been in groups, and the women might be lovely, but I just don't connect with them. Correct. And right. so that's when somehow I make that decision that it's just not the right place for me, mm -hmm. and I might feel 
and, and I use it to akin to a networking event. I, and Jillian, you and I have talked about this, that you go to networking events and when they're grand and big, you almost feel out of place to being in a smaller group and creating your own network. And I think that's kind of what we did here initially right. is, is many of us had been parts of different groups mm -hmm. and just found that we connected and vibed with one another and created something together and it just kind of happened. It was an organic. Very well, organic. I think that when it comes to connecting and networking, I think what we all did was we took the time out after the network event to meet up have coffee, really get to know each other heart to heart. And, um, and, then, and then we realized how we vibe so well and it just, it was instantaneously, so. That's really what it is because you can still go to lunch with someone or have a cup of coffee and go, it's like a bad date. <laughs> oh my God, it's like, on a bad date. It's, like get, it's like, get me out of here. This is torture. Well, didn't you two tell me you were getting married? <laughs> but isn't it also, like sometimes you don't vibe in the beginning, but somehow like you, you have each other in the back of your mind and like you just never know what the future holds. So you shouldn't really discard No, you don't discard people. because they do come you back. You just know when you, would we'll work it out, and it depends on the time, it depends on the season, the reason, etc. Yes. So true, so true. But you know, when you meet women, I will tell you, being I'm an introvert too, believe it or not, but I also wasn't as vulnerable, and so I wouldn't put myself out there. And part of that was just being, you know, protective of myself and trust. And so what's happened over the time, you ladies have brought me out in a very different way, and there's a level of trust, and I've shown my vulnerability. Jackie's challenged me or said, hey, you know, why are you doing that? And we've talked about it, and in the past it would have been, whoa, you know, you're sort of stepping in a place that's my space, yet here finding a group of women or being part of a vibe is really a way to sort of allow that space to really process and test things with one another. Wow, that is so true. Testing. Mm. And what is the worst thing that could happen? But you can't do that with a lot of people if you don't trust them. Yes. True. That is so true. So, so Jackie, you know, one of the things I would ask you is, and Susan, because the two of you sort of connected in a really interesting way, and that would be is, is how do we tell people that are listening today to us and watching, how do they find and create their own vibe with a community of women doing things that they really are passionate about? Well, before you go to that question, I think it's important to know that sometimes people feel alone and not realizing it, that they're putting their position in a lonely place. So, you know, some people will blame others for like, oh, nobody wants to be so with not taking responsibility. Right, not okay. taking responsibility. So, for instance, I had uh, an amazing client, and she kept complaining when I first met her, like, I feel alone, I don't have my husband anymore, I don't have my parents, I got no friends, I got, my kids don't talk to me. So I had to draw a picture of her childhood oh, when wow. she was five and just draw a picture of your family. And she only had parents, she had no siblings, so she drew, drew pictures of her parents and she sat there and looked at herself and was like, I can't draw me, I can't draw me, I don't see myself. So I said, if you don't see yourself, how do you expect other people to see you? So you need to put yourself out there. And slowly but surely, she took the steps to put herself out there where now she's the meet and greet at her favorite museum and she's like meeting so many amazing people oh, and great. she's getting great referrals and wow. testimonials so I'm really proud so yeah. we have to like sometimes acknowledge that we create the loneliness so with that said Jackie give us some ideas of how we could uh, <laughs> oh, get out of that funk and okay. move out well you know I 
push myself, but I always beat myself up because I think I could be pushing myself more. Uh, and I don't, and I'm very hard on myself. But from what I do, and I can only speak from what I do, not what I wish I could do more of, is um, really just get out there. For me, it's really about touching and feeling and getting a, a feeling, a vibe. Like everything is done now, maybe it's my age on the computer and the internet and all that. And you know what? For me personally, that doesn't work. But to make my business grow, I have to acknowledge that I need a business coach or a coach to help me understand technology more to get out there. So recognizing what I do need and saying, get up off your fat butt, stop doing it, stop thinking about it. And that's, I, that's where I get a lot of help. Amy really pushes me on that, as do these girls. But Amy, you really pushed me on that. And um, oh, just, just like, like Mel Robbins, look, Five, four, three, two, one, get that rocket ship up. Don't think about it because as we all know as coaches, our brain, our amygdala is the one that protects us and screams, no, 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 because it's uncomfortable and right. doesn't even give us a chance to get into our thinking brain and say, let's break this down and let's do it. Now I do it for my clients and if I can't do it for myself, I now recognize that I need a coach to help me. Recognizing what you need and getting the help. Well, it's so right. easy to opt out. It really oh, is, yeah, and it's easy to just say no and not go or find excuses. Right. Oh, it's raining. Oh, I don't feel well. Rain is the best one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't drive at night. I don't have anybody that, to take that, me. That's a good one, too. <laughs> a lot, we make up a lot of excuses. That's the thought. That's what you're saying. That's what Mill Robbins says, five, four, three, two, one. Don't think Should because... But well, I that's just a negative know it. talk. Right, right. And sometimes you might just need even just one friend. You don't need a whole bunch of just one friend that let's go. And well, in uh, this case, I need all three of you. <laughs> I do. I do. Thank well, you. Well, that I, I was going to say, I, I would go to a networking events when I had a friend. Right. We went. Yes, remember? We and it did. was much easier because you, you play off of each other and you help each other. Right. And so if you're feeling isolated the way you were talking about it, to have a partner in business and someone else that pushes you as much as you push them, which, which we do with each other, Jackie. I mean, we really do, makes a huge difference. So in our case, at the stage of life we're at, our vibe is business women who came together. It could be mothers that have little children finding each other. It could be uh, parents without partners for people like myself who have widowed or divorced um, clients. It, there's so many places. What about a passion you have that you want to go? Are you an artist? Do you like sports? Find a place where you can meet people that have like... Like-minded. Thank you. Yeah. I lost that like, word. That's Thank fine. you. Who are like-minded. Yeah. Mean, I'm, I'm, There's my, the community. You, if you live in your community, if you belong to you know, some religious institution, if you live in a com with a community center, uh, again, classes. I was going to say, take a class. Take classes Get of out. interest, yes. you know, so you might be meeting people that share your interests. Volunteer. That's Volunteer a huge one. Is Volunteering for a cause you're passionate about, you'll meet like-minded people, yeah, most absolutely. definitely. So Julianne, what do you tell someone who might have been divorced and is just starting to date and lost all their friends in the divorce? What do you tell your clients? So when someone comes to me and they're new to the dating world, um, I tell them to be, I ask them, I'd find that out, and then I'd ask them to be mindful as they're moving forward. I mean, there's 
to, several reasons as to why I wouldn't want them jumping right into a relationship, but it's to keep them connected to their tribe so that they don't repeat those same mistakes over and over again. You know, be mindful that, okay, I've finished my relationship, I don't, my, I've lost my friends, I've lost my partner, and now I'm really alone and starting all over again. So it's just being mindful about that and, and also Breathe life into yourself also. You want to do something for you. You want to take the class. You want to volunteer. You want to create that life for yourself first before you immerse yourself into another relationship because you want to bring something about you to, that's new and fresh to a relationship. Someone's going to look for that. Mm -hmm. Well, just kicking on that heels for one second, sure. women or men going through divorce, but we're speaking mostly about women right now, mm -hmm. I find it very dangerous for these women in these circumstances where they put all their money on this relationship. Yeah. And whether they haven't signed the divorce papers yet, banking on that, and they give it all away, thinking I'm running away with this guy and life is going to be great, or even post-divorce, thinking this is it, and they forget about their friends. Mm -hmm. Do not forget about yeah, your friends. Absolutely not. Keep your friends. They, they're there for you all the time. I will say in business, when you leave a job or you move on, it's always great to stay in touch with the people you've worked with and create your own community. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I use it, I worked at Macy's for many, many years, I've worked at Liz Claiborne, and now through Facebook, so many of the people that I've worked with have all been able to reconnect. And sometimes the reunions, sometimes their parties, and it's always wonderful to reconnect with people. So that even when you talk about being out of the game, to get back in the game is, I encourage people in business to reconnect with people that they really were very fond of and had great relationships with. And that's a really wonderful way of building a community too. Absolutely. Right. And sometimes if we find that we're alone in our own little hole, I think it's either we climb out, but if we can't, we need to reach out. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we just can't do it alone. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for anyone who's having a hard time, anybody who's stuck, whether in business, whether emotionally, whether through their relationships, Absolutely. that they need to get grounded, figure out what they need, go for a walk, go do something creative, reach out for friends, ask for help, because sometimes when you're not in the mood for friends, that's when you need it most. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, that was perfect, guys. So thank you again, this is our first show and we are so excited that you joined us. I know we are so excited that you were here. We are so looking forward to seeing you on our next show with The Struggle with the Juggle. So please, any questions we have at the end of the show where you can write us, we will answer all your questions and one will be at the end of every show from one of our viewers. So thank you so much, this is Jackie Atchison. This is Susan Greif. This is Amy Blumberg. And I'm Julianne Cantarella. And we are live with the vibe. <laughs>